Welcome to Yep, Yep, Yes with Marissa and Tamika. I am your co-host, Tamika, along with the beautiful Marissa. Um, today's show is entitled, The Hate is Real. But first, in the words <laughs> of Julie Chen Moonbez, co-host of Big Brother, currently airing on CBS three, days a night, three nights a week, Marissa, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, just maintaining, getting a little sad about the end of summer approaching. Oh. It's crazy. Like, the, the, the weather is like, it's like, conf- the weather today is a little bleak, but the fact yeah. that it's constantly changing and all this, I don't know, it's the end of the year. It's the end, it's not the end of the year. It's the end of August. There's like one or two days left. and. It's just terrible out lately. Yeah. Anyway, so today's show is um, is called The Hate is Real. And before we get into talking about it and debating it, um, I wanted to play a clip um, <laughs> so we can get into it. So the clip, just to give a little bit of context, um, the clip is basically um, athletes or men in the sports realm crying or weep, not, not crying, crying, but like getting emotional. Some are crying over the hate that, that they are witnessing because of the color of their skin. And so I put together a clip, it's about two minutes. Um, I strung a bunch of clips together and edited it or whatever. So it's not the full clip of each, each um, press conference, but it's right. basically some of those things that I pull from It's me. a montage. Right, so I'm gonna pull that up right now. And uh, we shall see. All you do is keep hearing a fear. It's, it's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. I have young nephews that I've had to talk to about death before they've even seen it in a movie. If not now, when? not during a pandemic (laughs) and countless lives being lost if not now when going on because at the end of the day I want you coming home to me if you have to lay down on the ground and they can kick you beat you at least you're gonna go to the hospital and you're gonna come home to me don't whatever they say to you don't take it upon yourself to let that rage you have against that cop come out because he has the gun he can end you 
And I don't want him to end you because if he ends you, that means I'm going to end him. So it's like, you know, you know, like shit is real when people start crying. You know what I mean? Because then you start to be like, oh, okay. Like I always talk about, um, like I've seen my aunt cry like two times. Yeah. And like it'll all, you get a little scared. It's like a nervousness because it's like that's yeah. supposed to be a rock. If they're crying, yeah, shit is we at the end. It's the apocalypse. Um, but to see that they're crying, not because they lost the game, um, but because because of hate. The hate. I mean, the hate is is so real. The hate is so real that. It's making people, whether it's that, um, it, it can be anything. Just the fact that there are people out there that hate people because their race, hate people because of their uh, gender identity, um, their religion. Um, they hate them because they have what they don't have. It's like, damn, yo. <sighs> damn. How do you live in that space? How do you, how do you, how do you like, how do you live there? It's crazy. But, you, you know, the, the thing that I think that people also forget is that um, you see grown men and women speaking on this. Right. But you have to remember, too, they're speaking to little kids. Right. Are these the conversations that <laughs> you, Anglo, white identifying America would have with your children? Eight, nine, ten? 11, 12, 15, are those conversations you're having? And if you're not, have some compassion for those that are. Yeah. What, what a privilege it is to not have to have that conversation ever. I, I, I just, I've never seen, like, it's weird. I don't know if it's one of those situations. Like, I, okay, so the world is cyclical. Everything that's happened before will happen again. The quote unquote yeah. Spanish flu is coronavirus in, in a lot of right. ways. You know what I mean? Right, right, um, right. But things will, things will happen again. You see kids in cages. You know, other countries have caged families as well. But yeah. the basis behind all of that um, is always hate. Like how people, even when you think about the quote unquote Spanish flu, the, the fact that it happened wasn't built out of hate, but how people were treated that, that had it or that were, you know, it's, it's just, you, you can just kind of equate it to today. You know, the right. people that, I don't want to say the people that survived because I don't, you know, <laughs> the people that are treated maybe, um, it's, oh. Uh, it's, it's, we're all human. We're all part of the human race. I just, I don't, I don't. You you almost find yourself at a complete loss for words because um, you just don't sit in that kind of space. Right. So it's really hard to imagine how how you communicate with somebody like that. How do you how do you how do you find compassion for people like that? Because you know, the thing about growing older, the beauty. One of the the beautiful things about growing older is that you you tend to really look at the human side of other people. Right. You tend to you tend to want to hear their story and right. and really want to not even connect but understand why that person is the way they are. But when it comes to things like this where it's just like 
like you said, gender identity, race, color, um, nationality, religion, you, whatever. You can just put anything. When it comes to significant hatred like that, it's very hard to have compassion because you you don't you just can't understand where that's coming from. It's it's right. a top thing, and it's just literal, just flat out hate. Right. I, I mean, I don't get it. One of the things, like you're you're talking about um, COVID, and early on, back in March, when you know everything was starting to like, people, I mean, obviously COVID was around months before, but I, I feel like March was like a turning point was like, oh, this shit's real. People are dying. And the thing that was very disheartening was how um, the Asian community was depicted. I remember watching the news and seeing them talk about London and Africa and other places and they'd be showing Asian people. I'm like, that were clearly not in Asia. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. clearly not in um, in London or Africa or, or wherever. They just, like, the media definitely, in a lot of situations, in most situations, in my opinion, I'm not going to call them fake news, but what they choose to report and how they report it, they are complicit in, how, in, in the hate that is given and portrayed. And so I, I, I mention that because I, I, I want to play this clip. Um... I'm like Clip City. Ever since I started doing this, I'm like, hope you don't mind. I'm just like into the clip thing because it, it helps <laughs> give some a little bit of um, clarity into what and context, what, yeah, what, what what we're speaking about. So I'm gonna share this clip real quick. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts when we are spit on, yelled beaten up, blamed for the blame for the COVID nineteen. It's wrong. It's racist. COVID nineteen is a public health issue. It is not a racial, ethnic, or immigrant issue. But remember, I'm your doctor. I am your pharmacist. Your nurse. Grocers. Food delivery person. Your neighbor. And fellow New Yorker. Fellow New Yorker. Fellow New Yorker. Please stand up against hate against the Asian American community. So like the fact that they had to make this, like this, this the, um, the city of New York made this as a public health um, initiative. Uh, I think they created like a task force in order to combat hate crimes against the Asian American community. That's how bad it is. It, when you have to start creating task force. In of all places, New York. Right. And for the Asian community that is being attacked because of a virus, <laughs> whether it's man-made or airborne or whatever the case may be, there's no reason why people should have that much hatred towards people I, I don't know it's like so hard to i it's even hard for me to put in words a lot of times because i just i don't understand it you just don't live in that space no i don't i don't understand do you do you this is slightly off topic do you remember back in like 82 81 83 in new york they used to run similar ads like that when the aids virus hiv and aids were, was very um I don't really remember. But what yeah. the ads like? It was like, you can't get it by sitting next to someone. You can't get it by touching. You can't get it just by speaking to someone. And it's one of those things where, like, obviously, as a, I don't know, four, five, six, two, three, whatever year old, it's educational to somebody like that because, you know, your parents are not talking to you about stuff like that. But, right. but 
the fact that they had to, the city of New York had to do this. These are adults. Come people, on, man. People always say that like the new generation is going to be better. But you're teaching them. You're you're teaching them exactly these things. Because where do you think they learn it from? Where do you think seventeen-year-old that that shot protesters? Seventeen-year-old wasn't old enough to own a gun. He was driven there by his mother, who showed up in combat gear with her own gun. The shit is not going away. Like, and on top of that, like, he shot two white people. And, but the narrative is that he got lucky, like, thanks. He yeah. got lucky, but of, of the people that he shot. So, um, but had, what if, what, what if that were you or me? It's people kids. are taking their kids to protest now. Right. What if he shot a kid? Right. What, and, what and if he hadn't gotten lucky? The fact that the police, the, the police, uh, chief of police, who's now walking back these comments, but that he said, <laughs> he basically blamed the protesters because they were out past curfew and it was like yeah so, so what was he doing and then so he was he doing? like the media took my words out of context and but bro they didn't have to we saw the press conference we saw what you like whenever people say they take our words out of context when you see the the whole statement like i can't get with that now i can get with you saying the media is complicit when they show images and they state Opin opinions as fact, then we can have a conversation, you know, where they wax poetic about a situation. And I, I say this all the time, like the CNNs, the Fox News, the MSNBCs of the world, when we watch those shows, they're not, <coughs> they're not, like, they're, they're, they're not really news programs, they're entertainment programs. The news is... Entertainment is, news. Yeah, they're up there with TMZ. Right. And the news is basically stuff like uh, just it's it's the weather, you know. There was a fight here or there or whatever. It's not like well, we think that you know they should do this and those that that's a your opinion based talk shows, you know. And so when I say that they're complicit in in the hate that a lot of people feel, um, I'm not here to sit here and you know down down the media and things like that. But we have to be. We, we would be remiss if we didn't recognize the right. play. And then the thing is, like, when you, what, that dismissive comment with the whole, like, oh, just do your homework, make sure you're looking at both sides. What do you believe? Right. It's so polarized. On one side, you know, we're talking about this young shooter. Um, he was there defending. He's a great guy. He was cleaning off walls before. Should right. he have had a gun because he's a minor? No, but he was doing the right thing. That's on one side. And then the, and you know, oh, he shot a pedophile and a felon. And then on the other side, it's, he showed up looking for trouble and he found it. He needs to be charged. It, well, I mean. Well, yeah, I'm about to say. Facts are, facts are. I know, facts are. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to get on you. Sorry, I slipped my opinion in. I was trying not to do that, but I just tumbled out. Um, uh, I already stepped in. I already gave my opinion. I was trying not to. No, I didn't. I didn't even feel like you gave your opinion. I just felt like there was no both sides to the two two examples that you gave. I mean, those there's just like this is tr not, whatever. I, I don't know. If you want to, if you want to see an unbiased 
um, when it comes to news, you want to see an unbiased press conference or, you know, Congress or whatever without, you know, media or your friends telling you this is the way it really is, watch C-SPAN, okay? Just watch C-SPAN. They play it uninterrupted. They don't talk over it. The only time they'll talk is if they'll be like, this is rep Representative AOC talking now, which is a fact. They're not going to be like, this is AOC. I think it's. Right. They're not going to be like, well, I'm a bartender uh, turned congresswoman who, you know, is pushing, pushing her agenda. You know, they're not going to do that. This is AOC. This is Nancy Pelosi. This is Donald Trump. Whatever the case may be. So if you want, that's the kind of unbiased thing that I think we all should be seeking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, when it comes to hate, I think, like I've been saying, the media is complicit. I think we all are. I'm complicit in my way. You know, you and your way. Everyday people. We have to do our part. And so when going back to with the, the, the sports thing, it's like, when I when I saw that and and why they were crying and then they they you know they ended up you know protesting and not playing games for a couple of days, <laughs> I felt kind of weird about it, but I understood it, you know, because I this so I just to give context with, with the basketball, you know, they went on a protest. They were pissed because people were saying it's a boycott. It's not boycott. It was the protest. They protested. That was their form of protest. And they didn't know how long that was going to last. And they're coming back today, Saturday. But I was, I was apprehensive about the whole thing. So I'm like, okay, they're doing that. But what are they going to, what is this going to lead to? What are they going to do? And then it came out that all of the teams are going to use their arenas for, for, um, for voting stations. That to me is a big move. You know, they, yeah, stuff like that. So I, and they said there's more stuff on the way, and a lot of the players have started their own initiatives and whatever the case may be. But it doesn't mean anything unless there's something that comes out of it. And I applaud them for, um, you know, making a quick change. And in just a day, they were able to, you know what I mean? The, the NBA, you know, commissioner and the league owners, they were like, okay, they really serious. What, what can we do? Okay, we'll open up our arenas free of charge to the community to come in and vote. That's pretty big. Very. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on nothing? It, it just, no, I was thinking about the WNBA because um, I saw this thread yesterday about the protest and how consistent in protesting the WNBA has been, which they, I know that they don't get enough shine for, you know, standing up and doing what they do. Right. So I, I was trying to remember names and teams but it's not a sexist thing i don't know men names or teams either right. but i wish i was racking my brain and i think <clears throat> i think it looked like i was about to say something i just couldn't remember it's okay names or ladies but but you're 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 correct the, the WNBA has long been <laughs> on the forefront of it in many ways um much more what much more um active than the nba as, yeah. as the NBA seems, a lot of the things that they get, they get from, from the WNBA. Unfortunately, many people don't watch the WNBA and they're not aware of it. But they are having an impact because what they do 
ultimately can lead to the bigger quote unquote franchises doing right. Um, but at the end of the day, the fact that all this is being done because of hate <coughs> and because people don't like other people based on one thing or another, or another, it's, it's just, but can you have, can you have love without hate? Of course. You think so? How do you know what love is if you don't know how to hate? How do you know what's real and what something feels like unless you know what felt wrong? Like when you get in, <laughs> you're in a relationship. Okay. You're, you're, okay. You're married. I see what you're saying. You know, I see what you're saying. Anything in life. Like you're, you're married and you know what a good relationship is because you've been in relationships that were bad. Yeah. No, that, you're right. You're right. But I can still have compassion. I think that's where, that's yeah. where I got my words changed up. I can still have compassion and having compassion for another person. Right. Irregardless. Oh God, I hate that word. <laughs> of what they are, who they are, and how they choose. Right. But, I don't gotta love nobody. I just gotta have compassion for them. A lot of you, you know, one of the things that that um, I always say is like, you you can love anybody, but can you like anybody? It's very different. You can you can hate anybody, but can you dislike them? You know, and, and when it comes to to hate, I just, I, I've said this for years. There's only one person that I hate. Only one. And I know I hate that person because I know how strongly I, I love someone else. And they're polar opposites. And that's yeah. the only reason, there's nothing about that person that I can feel like, I drew strength from you. No, there's nothing. Yeah. You know, and so I can, the hate is real. The hate the, is real. But at the same time, it's like, <sighs> it takes a lot to hate a mofo. You know how much energy you got to burn? How much real estate they take up in your mind and heart and spirit? This is why I'm partially fucked up now. Because I allow that, I'm, you know, I'm renting out space to a mofo that don't know it. They don't even, they don't. see in the rent. <laughs> just living there rent free rent free chilling but one day i'm gonna be the landlord you know I, you know you know what kind of landlord i am i'm like trump <laughs> great just great really really great just great doing great things really nice lady really great i suck at it so you know i gotta you, I need to be fired, you know? Yeah, but you know what he does that I think is so genius, I have to say? You're calling him. Go ahead. There's aspects of He doesn't have to be genius, but the act of what he's doing could be genius. Go ahead. Exactly. So because I'll use New York as an example, there's a lot of buildings that have Trump whatever. He doesn't own that building. Does nothing. But what he does, he licenses his name. So he gets a portion of everything that comes in to that building because he licensed his name. And New York is in the process of removing a lot of that. Yeah. Reason. But they're but they're in contracts. So while they're still in process, he's still making money. You got something? Mm-hmm. And now he's got a federal pension for the rest of his life of four hundred thousand dollars for himself for the rest of his life and medical 
for himself and his dependents for the rest of his life. As much as I dislike him, I still don't hate him. This other guy, fucking hate him. The hate is real. The hate is real. And the worst, the worst, the worst hatred though is self hatred. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think self hatred can be, <coughs> uh, can be a, um, what is the word? Um, reflection of the hate that you have for others? Like, do you think it's. I think it's vice versa. The hate you have for others is the hate that you have for yourself. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't understand right. Absolutely. Like, I hate this person. That means I, I hate myself. There's aspects of, of that that you hate about yourself. Right. Damn. So I guess I hate two people. <sighs> no, you don't. Because you're hate. crying like Doc Rivers. No, but see, the thing is, your hatred comes from something that's so abhorrent. It comes from something so vile that I don't understand how you could ever move past it. Right. I don't know. It's just hate is hate is extremely, extremely powerful. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's, they've made movies about it. They've written books about it. Um, we've done a podcast on it. I mean, multiple, they do, but think about that. Like we wouldn't have, there's so many industries that we wouldn't have if, if we didn't have hate. Yeah. It's crazy. Damn. It's crazy. And is there, is there, do you believe that there could be useful hate? Um, I don't know. It, it depends on how that hate is like hate. I believe hate has probably created masterpieces. Yeah. The books that we've talked about, you know, I've, I'm in the process of writing a book with my mother. A lot of it <laughs> um, focuses on this person that I hate. The book is being fueled by my hate for this person. So, and it's an amazing story. It's an amazing read. But like, so I guess, yes, in a way, um, you know, it fuels, hate, I guess, can fuel good and it can fuel bad. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I don't like putting positive connotations on hate is a reach. Like you got to really like, um, that's some, that's some like elevation levels that, that people pray for. Like, yeah. you know, that takes years and years. I think about like, you know, there's a lot of like, I guess for lack of a better word, trauma that we go through in our adolescence and, and, and as we, we, we get into adulthood. Right. And as we begin to forgive and, 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 you know, we get to this next level of, of awareness and self-love and all that stuff. And there's some levels of hate, like the person that we're talking about, that person that you, that you wrote your book, like it's not based on because it's your story, but something that happened, that person, I just don't see where the evolution could ever come. Right. I don't even understand how, like, as much as I hate this person, I'm not going out to kill that person. No. So when we get to, like, the hate that people have for races and genders and, you know, sexual orientation and things like that, so much so. Like, people have gone out and shot up, like, abortion clinics because 
Like that makes no sense to me. You're pro life. You're trying to kill it. You know what I mean? And people have, have like, I think about like, even like PETA, they're supposed to be, what is it for the ethical treatment of people for the ethical treatment of animals? Right. Meanwhile, they treat humans like shit that don't agree with their stance on animals. That that makes no sense. Makes no sense to me. So support the animal league, okay? Thank you. I'm not saying don't support PETA, but I'm saying, you know, support organizations that that aren't um, their basis isn't built on hate. Um, I don't know. It's shit is crazy, yo. (laughs) Shit is so. It's so crazy. Welcome to 2020. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, let's um, let's switch topics to that's that's trending. So I wanted to talk about the coonery of it all. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Terry Crews has been making the news for his views. Okay, like how I did that. Crews news views. Um, recently, in the midst of all this Jacob Blake stuff, Davros Jacob Blake, um, Terry Crews decided, you know what? I think I'm going to share my viewpoint about, hmm, let me think. You know what? How about I share it with you guys? You can see. Let's, let's see a clip. <laughs> I didn't make a clip. But oh, I, uh, a I, screenshot, something. I, so I'm gonna share share my screen. So yeah, this dude decides <laughs> to boycott Magic City. Black Love Matters. So Magic City <coughs> is, you know, the strip club in Atlanta is very well strip strip club. That's where you know, right? Women make their money there. A lot of women. Yeah. You know, I have no no issue with it. That's what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? And of course, as he should, he got a lot of uh, blowback. We got, I got one tweet here from Bow Wow. Hey, bro, you've been on some blue-ass shit lately. Leave ATL out your mouth. Magic is a staple here, and it ain't going nowhere. Just keep doing the robot and save yourself the public embarrassment. My brother, he hashtag. <laughs> so people really not, you know, they're not, I, I mean, I... I understand it. I totally get it. Um, I have another person, fan, punch TD. I, I think this guy is like a record producer. Uh, I'm not sure. But he said, this person, Terry Crews, is the exact definition of self-hate. Speaking of hate, we were just talking about hate. He hates his flesh so much. I'm sure he cringe every morning getting up and seeing that black skin in the mirror. Me not so bad, Terry. He'd see it if you could stop dancing for them people for a second. The coonery of it all. And then Terry, back like a month ago, speaking of Kuhn, he 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 did the acronym for Kuhn, uh, for Kuhn, Kuhn, conquer our own negativity. And it's like, all right, bro. Okay. What are your thoughts? So here's the thing: I support sex workers. I think it's a valid, viable profession. Right. Um, I think it should be regulated a little bit more for safety, for tax reasons, things like that. Um, I definitely, um, do I, do I put, um, exotic dancers under the same umbrella? 
No, but okay. For, for purpose of this. Yes. Right. Um, I think it's a, it's a, it's an honorable, honorable profession. I, I think that they're doing a service. I think, you know, there's an artistry that goes with that. There's, there's so many beautiful techniques that go with that. It's not just standing there and like people throwing money at you. It just, that doesn't happen. Right. There's so many layers and things that have to have to happen in order for, you know, this entertainment to be paid for. Right. Um, I just think that that's, like you said, a form of self-hate or a form of hatred and putting down um, a female-dominated profession for absolutely no reason. I don't see how that's, um, that's helpful to anyone. What do you think about, like, we, I agree with you when it comes to profession, but bringing it back to Terry Crews specifically. This is what I'm saying. I think that he has, he has a level of um, insignificance when it comes to his position in his own family. Um, I know that he, I, I, obviously I don't sit at the, you know, the Sunday table with them, so I don't really know. But there's, there's a level of insignificance that he must be feeling within himself to really, like, does it really matter what other people are doing with their own lives? Worry about yourself. Worry about your wife. He's Worry just, about- he's, a, lot of, a lot of people, black people, feel like he's just not, he's like not an advocate from the whole thing with Gabrielle Union, you know, and then he apologized multiple times. And that's the thing, like, you don't have to be a part of of the systemic issue to be the ally. If that's her experience, honor her words. That's all you got to do, honor her words. If that's not what you went through, I, great, great. But then you know what, how does, how do we, how do, how would he have felt had the world taken his, I was sexually assaulted? Right. Bro, shut the fuck up. Like you was in a locker room before. You've had some dude's thumb up your up your thumb, you know, your fucking ass cheeks before. So well, shut the fuck. He came out and said that somebody he was like grabbed at a party. That's what I'm saying. And so he's saying he's sexually assaulted, and you have thousands upon thousands and legions of women that are still waiting for rape kits to be to be um, processed. Right. So you know, you're you here on your platform. At, come on now. He's real whack. He's real whack. One of, the, one of the other people that are also in this coin category, which, I mean, I don't want to get too far in depth with Kanye West, but because I believe that he might be bipolar. But the one thing that struck at me was the fact that um, he's supposedly running for president. And the woman that um, Kim Kardashian played a part in having paroled, Alice Johnson, went up and... I don't know if she endorsed President Trump for president. She spoke at the convention, the RNC. I have no problem with it. You know what I mean? I I mean, in any part in her after. Yeah. But you know what? She can speak on her experience. It doesn't mean that she's giving her political opinion. But what Um, I know with that is the fact that you think that she would, if, if he was a serious candidate and he wasn't, you know, using his coonery to to shuck and jive for billionaires in order to further his own cause, I feel like she would have been like riding with them. Yeah. You know, and he just, from the fact that he said, you know, he thinks slavery was a choice, you know, like there's just, there's just people that, just because the person is black don't mean that for you. Just because the person is Puerto Rican don't mean that for you. What, what's her name? Um, Don Trump's 
um, girlfriend. She said she was, I can't, um, can't Immigrated from Aguadilla? Kimberly Guilfoy. She says she's first generation American. Meanwhile, both, I mean, Puerto Rico's America. So there's, there's she definitely people, don't speak for me. I'll tell you that much. There's people that look like us, but they ain't for us. <laughs> and we call them coons. And you, but you and I have spent like as a black woman and a Puerto Rican woman, you have, I have both have said like, while we, while I don't speak for every single one of us, I'm speaking right now. And I get that. So when, when you get on your platform and say, you're talking about you're a first generation Puerto Rican, shut the fuck up. Right. It's just, it's, you definitely don't speak for us. It's crazy. <laughs> you, her parents moved, her grandparents moved like, you mean y'all moved? It, it's it's ridiculous. I I don't know. It's <laughs> they did that. They did that same uh, fucking sideways talk with um, Chief Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Um, really? It's Put crazy. some respect on her name. Exactly, exactly. Um, I want to switch to um one of the other things that we've been talking about every week and that would be but first <laughs> but first um big brother all stars you're caught up right i am so caught up <sighs> first of all homegirls chichis are so amazing whatever doctor did these the screen what not everybody can see the screen, so. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's Janelle. We can, and we wouldn't really say that too much about her. Oh, I'm so sorry. So it's um Big Brother um 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 defected cast member. I don't know. Janelle. Janelle. Janelle what is it? What? Parents. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But she has a low cut dress, and she she clearly has a um breast augmentation. But what's great about this doctor is that they're very soft. So. Part of the thing that people forget when you have breast augmentation, you have to massage it to make it soft. Sometimes they get very hard and they stay too high. So hey, it looks like the show. What but I'm just, listen, her doctor is great. Her chichis look amazing. Okay. Listen, I'm team titties, so her chichis look amazing. I got it. So she was voted out, but y'all that didn't know. And Marissa is referring to the dress she wore as she was voting out. Voted out, okay. Um, and I'm I'm really sad to see her go. <laughs> I think I think the cast was like the girls, a lot of the females were just seemed very jealous of her. Uh, but, and they've been it's been coined on social media as Janellacy. Janellacy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I feel like she should have she should have definitely stayed there a, a little longer. <laughs> and it's sad to see her go. I mean the the I feel like Nicole seemed this like super jealous of her. Oh wait, hold on, I gotta see which one Nicole is. I'm sorry. Nicole's the one that was like, "You're not coming to my wedding." <gasps> That's right. Why would you do that? But, but I love Janelle's non-reaction. She said nothing. She just sat there, and Julie but, was fangirling like crazy on the whole the whole episode. But, I know previous seasons, but Julie never talks this much. The fact that she was like Bailey. And Devon were in your corner. Did, like, but you, you said. So, she, 
She was like, do you hear that? It's your legions of fans. I'm rooting for you. Like, yeah. Julie. Julie, you got a crush? Julie about to invite her over for lunch. But uh, <laughs> the girl's too smart to, to dine with less moon biz. So, you know. Let's hope. It's a whole other chapter. But so, I think that, you know, to see Janelle go is very disheartening. Um, I would have liked for her to stay longer her in case her have made a, a formidable team for years and just to see them yeah. see her go and i wouldn't be surprised if like he's like one of the next ones to leave because they, they're threatened these people yeah are young kids they're not even kids they're young adults who are clearly threatened by her and and then we don't we didn't even get to find out who um head of household was right because it cut off sometimes they don't always show it because it's a, a long one. It can go on for hours. Um, right. But the people, fans, like fans, serious fans kind of know who won because they went on online like I did to find out who won. Um, but we're not going to spoil it on the show. We don't do that to you. Um, but if Marissa, if you want to know, I'll let you know offline, girl. Um, okay. <laughs> so who um, do you win? Okay, so this messes me whole up. But I knew Janelle was going to go quite a while i know okay 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 all right i gotta think on this now um i feel like and i'm a thousand percent wrong but this is where i'm talking right now i actually think tyler is gonna be one of the top two i thought he'd be gone by now and i think might make it today i think yeah he's gonna definitely make it Ian is definitely making it to the end. Well, there's only three people who can be in the end. Well, two people, two people. The final two. But, uh, Ian. And probably Enzo. I feel like Enzo. Yeah, Ian's playing a good guy. Like, he's ball. He play, but this is what he did when he won. He played the back. He wasn't really trying to be, you know, all the way. But at the same time, you know, it's just. We shall yeah. see. We shall see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shit is good. Yeah. Shit is good. But Christmas has to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of hers either. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, Bailey, Bailey's got to go. I think, well, from what I'm reading and heard from other people that watch it is that, um, so Danielle, the one that's Danny. Right. She's got a problem with like, she's got a problem with Bailey as well. Just she had a problem with with Janelle. She set Janelle up, and she gave her that vote. You know? But she did the yeah. vote in order to um, make people think that Bailey and Davon are the ones that voted for her. She tried to manipulate. It. So we'll see what happened, how that plays out. But now she's trying to um, be against Bailey, and I've already coined when Bailey gets gone, it's going to be uh, Bailey. See, wait, Bailey. Bailacy. Bailacy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'll stick to my day job. <laughs> anyway, so Big Brother comes mm -hmm. up twice a week, hosted by Julie Chen. Moonbiz. We'll continue each week to give us our weird ass recap. That's not really a recap. Um Me and my thousand questions. I still don't understand how all this produce is still sitting on the counter. And then I don't understand how at nighttime, the backyard, so like during the day, they're like dead of sun, but at night, it looks like there's like a retractable roof. I need to know what's up with this backyard. 
Yes, they have. I, I don't know if they have a retractable. I know they might have a roof. I'm, I'm not really sure. But the back room is also, I mean, the backyard is also where they do all those. Um, the challenges. Right. Which so, tells me that there's like, yes. there's got to be something because you can't let all that stuff get wet. Right. They might. Makes sense. And Ian flirting makes me. Um, Who is he flirting with? Well, whoever he was sunbathing with. I don't know if he was flirting or he was just like very uncomfortable. Well, he made me very uncomfortable. He's so uncomfortable. He's so, he's so uncomfortable to watch. And I, I still need to know what his tics are because I can tell that his, his, um, his spectrum is, is, is the rocking. Yeah. Yeah. He's got something going on. Yeah. But well, before we leave, um, just want to bring up two things, give a happy birthday in heaven to uh, Michael Jackson. Um, today would have been his birthday, and a rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. It's so sad. Unbelievable. And did you see that comment someone made on social media? He's been bullied for a few years now because of his appearance and how he looked tired. But look, you never know what somebody's going through. Exactly. Have compassion. Don't look at people because you hate yourself. Right. Have compassion. And tell have compassion. You love. If you haven't done so today. Tell them that you love them. Um, um, rest in peace to him. Anyway, Mercy, where can they catch us? Yep, yeah, yes, 18 on Instagram and Twitter, the Yep, Yes, Yeah podcast on Facebook. All your streaming devices that play a podcast, all you have to say is uh, said device, please play the Yep, Yeah, Yes podcast. Don't forget to download and subscribe. And we're at me, boo. The full videos on YouTube, so. You can see how we yes. listen and fall in love and print out a screenshot of us put on your wall. And unless you're in prison, I don't need you in prison daydreaming about us. I don't mind it. Send me a letter. Yeah, until they get out and you'd be like, somebody. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Marista! Marista! <laughs> what? You're like, you don't know that. Anyway. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know him. Still. Yeah, if you're in prison. But the, the, the J-Lo, I know you said you don't, you don't know her or him. Um, but only you and I would get that. But J-Lo, she's getting all this back. She seems like she gets backlash every couple of weeks. Because she put out the thing where she was disappointed about not being able to purchase the Mets before she gave her condolence. Like, nobody on social media was posting anything but Chadwick. And she's like, we're so saddened that we can't purchase the Mets at 11 o'clock at night. What I can say about Jennifer Lopez is that um, way back when Catholics used to have this like thing and it was like turned and it was like the universe and how they thought the universe worked. Right. And there was Jesus in the middle. You got to see this thing. There's Jesus in the middle and then there's the earth and then there's the sun. I think, cause I know that um, JLo went to Catholic school up here in New York. I think she unscrewed the Jesus and then put an effig effigy of herself and she just never lost that sort of uh, train of thought. Could be. So God bless Jennifer Lopez. Well, I am a I'm fan. A I think she just. You know. Oh, she can dance her ass off. I just think she's self-centered, selfish. She's very talented. I just, yeah, I just think she's, she's about herself. But anyway, thank y'all for watching, and uh, catch us next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.